You're Stephanie. You're Robin. And we're here to discuss Smallville Season 6 episodes. You have the episodes in front of you, right? Reunion? uh, (laughs) Rage? Uh, No, 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 no. Reunion. Uh Uh, Nope. (laughs) Shoot. Reunion. Fallout. Fallout. Rage. Rage. Static. Subterranean. Did we watch Subterranean? I did. I didn't watch Subterranean. <laughs> well, I guess you have an extra episode to watch next week. Luckily, there's only four episodes next week, so you have five now. <laughs> I stayed up till 2.30 in the morning watching Subterranean. Uh, <laughs> I know, and so many times I was like, oh, I want to watch this next one. Maybe it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't promise that, but uh, it's got a pretty good guest appearance. So you'll be like, oh, it's, oh my gosh, it's that guy. Well, I was several times in, in these episodes. I was like, oh, wow, look at him. Well, we should talk about that guy in our first episode, Reunion. Yeah. Were you excited okay, to so, see uh, young Bryce Hodgson? Uh, yeah. Show I was like, look at that baby. Oh, he's so <laughs> he's so little. Um, yeah, well, we they've been uh, teasing us with, you know, wonder making us wonder what happened in boarding school. What happened yeah. between Lex and uh, Ollie? Why are they... Not friends. What's going on? So we get flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of unexpected. Uh, you know, I, Oliver is the Green Arrow. Lex is Lex Luthor. You would think the, – the last thing you would think to see is uh, Oliver is like this huge bully and Lex is just this kind of put-upon young kid. I mean, we know from previous flashbacks that Lex, you know, had some trouble, uh, you know, at least with his family and how his confidence and all that. But looks like he got bullied at uh, boarding school, too. Or is it, yeah. I don't know if it's just an academy. If he lived there, too. I don't know. Yeah. And we know that that's Oliver Queen because he has the same hair as grown-up <laughs> Oliver Queen. I know. And I looked that actor up. He really has like four credits. <laughs> like he wasn't huh. he wasn't that great, but he didn't have the uh, he did have the hair. <laughs> he had the yeah. look down. <laughs> yeah, you know that's on television shows. That's how you know because <laughs> people have the same exact hairstyle their whole entire life. Now, do you know the kid <laughs> that played uh, Lex, young Lex? No, he looks very familiar. That is young Lucas Grabiel, or Grabiel, I don't know. But uh, he was one of the stars of High School Musical. And uh, he, was, uh-huh. he was also, I guess, on Switched at Birth. I never watched that show. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I posted in our Facebook group a video he took of him getting his head shaved for the part. Um, I think he's a very talented kid, you know. Um, yeah. We're actually going to see him back again on Smallville as a different character you know, in a couple of years. So this was before High School Musical? Yes. And of course, we have to talk about uh, young Donnie from iZombie, Bryce, Bryce Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm used to seeing him play like slimeball characters, but he's like this, you know, young, um, you know, young naive kid. You know, they're all talking about. Comic yeah, books he's the. And, yeah, he's the moral, morally, the moral character. Yeah. The, the 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 time we hunted for. Words. He's the one. Right. He's the one in the right. It's the right. The right. One. Hey, that, that's a good word. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Ali's a bit of a prick. He tells uh, he tells Lex to call me Mister Queen, which is uh, a dick move. And uh, rips yeah, for the kids. Rips the uh, the. Uh, we hear have another mention of Warrior Angel. And Lex getting his comic book um, ripped. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, so <laughs> in the present we have – it start off with the reunion. And the mood, the, it's funny. The, uh, the episode isn't entirely at the reunion as you would expect from the episode title. But it's so funny just seeing all these, like, young guys, like, looking very much like the Aryan Brotherhood or, like, the Young Republicans. Or <laughs> 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 just like, oh, man, this is – these are rich people, but uh, we get a we get a nice killing that was taken straight out of the Omen. <laughs> mm. Did you ever see the Omen? Yes, yeah. yes. My favorite thing is he's like, "Oh, it must have been my lucky day!" Like he like he misses <laughs> out on this brick hitting him, and all of a sudden the huge sword impales him. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of uh, like Final Destination. Oh right, right, yeah. Well, there was but, more of a um, Final Destination killing <laughs> later, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Oliver and Lex they have their hot dates on their arms to oh, yeah. impress the other guys. Yeah, and they're just looking at Lana like she's a piece of meat. Yeah, poor Lana, poor Lana. Um, I like uh, Martha lecturing Chloe. That was my next note. Like telling her you can't live on coffee three times a day, and she's like, "I pick it up with the occasional blueberry muffin." I'm like, "Yeah, that's right, Chloe. We're like the same." Uh- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Sidebar. Mm. At at work in the in the cafeteria, they sell a mug for two hundred dollars, where you can get it, you can refill any time, as many times as you want to, and they have sold one to a nurse because she drinks eight cups of coffee a day. <laughs> Damn. She must have I a know. stomach. She needs mm-hmm. more sleep. <laughs> she mm-hmm. needs to eat better. She needs to drink some water. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Chloe's needs like access to like satellite images. They're looking for the zoners. What do you, what do you think of that, about the name? The zoners. Oh, okay. When they when Clark said that, I kind of cringed. A little. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a cheesy <laughs> name. Um. But I love how like they're like, oh, Ollie's satellites were the only ones that were working at the time, and Clark's like, oh, Ollie owes me one. I'll I'll see what he can do. And it's funny because you got to keep reminding yourself that Chloe does not know that Ollie is the Green Arrow. So yeah, Chloe's Chloe's natural reaction here should be like, well, what does he owe you one for? <laughs> what, what kind of relationship do you have with him? Um, yeah, it's so like, like if. Chloe and Lois just thought for like a second they would realize that Ollie's uh-huh. the Green Arrow, but no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, so my next note is uh, we have Ollie and Lois saying goodbye to uh, the second guy that gets killed, Jeffrey, who gets blown up in his limo, and. Um, no, I, I I wrote down Lois looks so old with all those pearls on her. <laughs> I don't know what it was about pearls that add age to somebody, but uh, like she should do like I mean, strand, she does like Veronica it's Lodge. Not that she, <laughs> in a, it's oh, I'm muted. No, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry. And it's not that she looks old, but there is just something about Lana uh, about Lois about Erica Durant that just seems older. She just yeah. seems older. It's the uh, it's the Jessica Harmon effect. Uh, I always noted that, uh, and she's kind of tweeted about it before. Um, Jessica Harmon, who plays Dale Bosio on iZombie, um, she looks like an older woman, you know, but like still like 
she looks good. She just looks like a lot older than she actually is. Um, it's so it's it's funny. Hmm. I don't. I, I, maybe that's kind of like a terrible thing to say about somebody. I don't mean it to be like an insult, but. And it's not necessarily their looks. It's just the way they come across. The way they yeah. read. They read on screen older. Yeah, both Lois and Basio. I, I don't know what our uh, Venn diagram of these audiences are when we make zombie references, but um, they do have. They are, they are like more um, assertive characters. More. In yeah, charge, yeah. More. See, well, see, that's like Morgan, my daughter. She would always get these mother roles or these. Grandmother, or and uh. the theater director would say, "You just have a um, a presence of authority." Yeah, and so Morgan, would, even though she looks like a baby, <laughs> <laughs> she she would always get these motherly roles, and right. it bothered her so bad. So it's just it's just people's. I mean, at least you have some kind of presence, right. screen presence, you know. Yeah, and don't just look like nothing because there's so many actors. I'm like. They're not. I don't like. I'm watching Arrow, and you know, Dinah, the the new canary. On, I'm oh, like, right, she's right, a yeah. perfectly fine. She's a perfectly fine actor. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Why can I? Why is she just like nothing to me on screen? Like I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Because the way she was introduced, it was so like. I guess so. Out of the blue, like all of a sudden, she's a part of the team in like one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like nothing there for me to grab onto. You're still watching that show. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's it's bad right now. I'm I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Next episode might be great. Okay. But this Caden James stuff is just boring to me. <laughs> oh, uh, Chloe has bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice her hair, but um, so you're liking bangs the, are the evolution deal. of her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene about... You know, before the exploding limo, I like how the guy, Jeffrey, says that he needs to get back to Gotham. Yeah. It's actually the first Gotham reference in this in this uh, show. Huh. So Gotham City is now officially in the universe. So when everybody's watching this, is everybody thinking Batman, 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 Batman? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to uh, Starkville, South Savelle, along with mm-hmm. our, our watch of this, just to kind of hear... Um, the initial what reactions. was going on in the zeitgeist yeah. at the time. So you know they don't. You know the hosts of that show weren't like, oh man, you know this is obviously means Batman. They know better because they constantly read stuff about the production of Smallville and how they've been wanting to have Batman on the show, but it's just never going to happen because of licensing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the f- people on like the forums, you know, and online and chats and stuff are. Uh, in the chatty rooms, uh, are all like, oh my god, is that Batman? <laughs> like every time Gotham's referenced, or somebody's like, like a like a millionaire that's uh, that's you know you don't know too much about, and he's got like black hair or something. Oh my god, is that Batman? And then he gets blown up in a limo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Clark visits uh, Oliver, and he shows uh, he shows. Uh, Clark, his new arrow, which is an EMP arrow, and I love how he says, "I was thinking about doing a boxing glove arrow." Which is I know, I, was like, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> I can't remember if he actually pulls that off at all in the, in the series, but I really hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, Oliver somehow kept the satellites on, um, and he and he thinks that Lex is the person that's behind the, the murders. Mm-hmm. How how was his the only satellite working that night? 
Yeah, I don't know. Is that ever explained? It just is. <laughs> okay. I can't. You know, I might have missed it, but yeah, they do make a big thing about like, oh, Oliver satellites. They're the only ones that work. But um, we get another flashback. Um, this is 1996, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. Um, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I was like pretty much as old as uh, Lex and Duncan here. Like I was like a junior in high school. I'm assuming that they're around that age. Um, oh, wait a second. No, I wasn't. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was like, wow. I, 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 I was like, th- I was three years out of high school when we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, well, I knew it was ten years. They say they. Uh, I think is it when uh, Lex says we killed Duncan ten years ago? Yeah, or yeah, something like that. This is their tenth year reunion. Yeah, that's anyway. right. And Duncan is very much like, hey, you can't pretend to be friends with somebody. And Lex is very, very much like, oh, I, you know, we got to fit in. We got to, um, you know, maybe we can um, blackmail Oliver into being their friend because they know it. They're stealing test results or something like that but uh, yeah it, and it's crazy because it's like they they're you know lex is gonna blackmail oliver and them and then all of a sudden it turns out that oliver has to somehow has already sold them both out and ends up having to beat duncan up in front of everybody and mm-hmm. goes freaking crazy <laughs> yeah that was disturbing yeah um and then I think later on, that's when Duncan kind of is all messed up, and he wanders out into the street and gets hit by a car. Oh yeah, that was very uh, final destination. Final destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original script had Duncan jumping off the roof uh, to commit suicide, um, mm. and uh, you know, even though they knew that Duncan was going to live from whatever happened to him, you know, we'd catch up with him in the future. Uh, uh-huh. The producer said that the whole suicide attempt was be a lot more disturbing than just having him being accidentally hit by a car. Yeah, it works better, I think, for the characters of Lex and Oliver if it's just an accident that they caused instead right. of uh, suicide. Ollie is, a, you know, horrified by Lex. This is probably Ollie's big turning point in his young life. You know, like this is what. That my actions have led to this, you know. But he also blames Lex so much because Lex like went off on him, and then Lex, of course, blames Ollie because he, I don't know, he was trying to impress Ollie, and yeah. But it really is mostly Lex's fault, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so uh, he should have been a friend. He he betrayed his friend. Yeah, that's our Lex willing to sell out anybody to gain power. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, in the present, it seems that Lex is being haunted. There's a chandelier almost drops on him and Lana, and Lana Lana ends up like headbutting the floor as they're. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Ow. I know. I thought Lana gets tossed across rooms multiple times in multiple episodes, yeah. but this little simple little fall to the floor just puts her in the hospital. Yeah, and then Clark shows up, and there's a whole like pissing contest between him and Lex, and Lex is very much. He just does the whole, like, how many times she end up here because of you? Ah. Yeah. They named a whole wing after her. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Lana Lang wing, and over there is the Jonathan Kent wing. And uh, (laughs) Yeah, this is Lana's bed. We keep open for her. (laughs) Because she'll be back. 
So anyway, fast forward and we see that Duncan is alive. He's being kept in actually room 237, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, and being experimented on to try to bring him back from his vegetative state. And what are they using to experiment him on him? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. <laughs> um, okay, so, so Lex goes to Ollie's tower to confront him and they argue about it. And we, I have a note here. What's, what's Justin have to say about this episode? This was a dark episode. But one of the most fun for me. I had the pleasure of working with Michael Rosenbaum quite a bit, which was a treat for me. We were doing scenes where we were kicking the stuffing out of each other, and then they would yell out, cut, and we would be laughing about something. Great fun. (laughs) 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 Um, And uh, some more stuff here from the Book of Smallville. Um, Reunion was the first time that veteran Smallville director uh, Jeannot Swark um, worked with um, Justin Hartley And he explains that some of the sequences with Oliver's arrows Are more complicated than one expects Whenever he points an arrow It's a big deal because of safety Says Zwork um, mm. There are gags There are the gags and special effects For some of them I did whip pans Where they created the arrow with a computer But whenever he points an arrow <laughs> at a camera You've got to clear the set and protect the camera No one can be in the area Because if those arrows are released They'll kill you <laughs> Wow! <laughs> like I never thought of it that that like always took figure that, like rubber arrows or something. I did. I when I, when he does pull up an arrow, I always think that could be dangerous. What if he let that go? Yeah, you know. So, gosh, they must uh, constantly close the set on the set of arrow. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, we there's this whole fight. We, Ollie's basically saying that he's been. I think it's Ali that says he's been scrubbing his hands And then Lex, Lex's hands just keep getting dirtier That's basically what happened After this incident Ollie's constantly trying to make up for this And Lex is constantly Getting deeper into, the, into it mm. um, I think it's Chloe That brings up to Clark Maybe it's astral projection And I just, I wrote down Clark has the best What the fuck look on his face She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I think it was Lois that said astral projection. And Lois has a very, um, uh, not very uh, well-dated line here. Did you make an note Oh, of that? yeah. I was like, oh, so it was okay to say this word back in 2006. Yeah. And people don't remember. She said, Clark says, you know, sometimes in order to protect the people we love, we keep secrets. And that's like. Clark's like family motto, I swear. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, Lois says that's totally retarded, <laughs> which is uh, not a good thing to say. Yeah, uh, very dated. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. There's this whole confrontation with Duncan, and I think he like fades away or something like that, <laughs> right? I don't even know. I don't know <laughs> something about. Clark, okay. I know Clark breaks the door. Oh, it was it was just a stuck, you know, to get in. And yeah. then you see the kryptonite and you find out he just got a dose. And then Clark runs to Oliver's tower because, I don't know, for some reason we think that Oliver will be the next uh, victim. Mm-hmm. And Clark does something. I don't even know. He, like, absorbs <laughs> something. And then he comes back and... and and Lois says, where'd you go? And he said, I went to go find a phone to call Ollie. <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened, really. I can't tell you. Yeah. Okay. Just, okay. 
Uh, Oliver pushes uh, the window shatters. Alex Oliver pushes Lex out of the way. He stands up, sees one of his arrows flying towards him. Oh yeah, Duncan is shooting Oliver's own arrows at him. Yeah, and then Clark speeds in front of it, and uh, there's some sort of pulse from the EMP arrow that got the Chekhov's EMP arrow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then that shorts out Duncan's brainwave somehow. Yeah. And Lois decides not to write the story. Duncan dies. Yep. And by the way, the background chatter is brought to you by the Burge Daughters. They're here to play <laughs> and play loud. So sorry, folks, that that sweet little girls playing with Barbies. <laughs> the uh, way nature intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Lex and Ollie have a have a talk, and Lex says, "I wanted to say thank you," and that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver apologized for being a bully And Lex regrets Ever thinking he needed friends like Oliver Queen Dang mm. um, Also Chloe meets Oliver for the first time Here in this episode Oh yeah, she, yeah she's like very taken with him She's very mm. impressed Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then we have a satellite image And uh, turns out Uh Raya has escaped from the Phantom Zone and is in Australia. So, dun, dun, dun. And, and somehow she has money to have normal clothes and to get from Australia to Kansas. Yeah, well, all she has to do is super speed across the water. Oh, she is Kryptonian. That's true. true, I forgot. <clears throat> I don't even know if Kryptonians actually need food. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> I think they just need the yellow sun, right? I have no idea. <laughs> Like, do Kryptonians eat on Krypton? I, I don't know. All right, so shall we talk about Fallout? <sighs> I guess. The one where Clark finds another person he could be happy with who dies in his arms because she was murdered by Nuclear Man. <laughs> this is, believe it or not, one of the highest rated episodes of season six. <laughs> Why? Because the Bow Wow? I, I had no idea if Bow Wow had the, had the draw at this time, he was—he's not little Bow Wow anymore. Um, he's actually known as Shad Moss now. He got—he took his uh, his name back. Um, let's see, little Bow Wow was taken under Snoop Dogg's wing. He had a couple albums, and then he went to the movies. He was in Like Mike, Roll Bounce, uh, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift—an underrated classic—and. <laughs> And soon became Bow Wow And then, yeah, now he's back to Shad Moss again The last thing he was on was CSI Cyber He had a role on that show um, hmm. Which, uh, you know, we're obviously going to cover one day Because it it uh, co-stars uh, James, Van- James Vanderbeek, right? No We're going to do a, <laughs> a, a Vanderweek binge watch of uh, CSI Cyber How many episodes did it last? I don't know. Surely I don't it, it wasn't was long. Like a season, I think, right? So that in CBS terms, that's like twenty-two episodes. <laughs> wow, CBS never cancels a show. Yeah, right. Uh, I love that Bow Wow here is playing with his friend basketball um, to the sounds of his own music. <laughs> ah. That was his song that was playing. I was wondering. <laughs> So Bow Wow gets taken by a ring wraith uh, Or phantom I love that his friend's like Don't go back there Don't you ever watch movies <laughs> <laughs> And I thought this was a cool uh, kill though Because when Bow Wow gets taken over by Byron um, Baron Trump uh, 
<laughs> he uh, he uh, murders him with like this blue blast that like disintegrates his friend into like blood particles, which just, yeah. just leaves a, a smoldering sneakers behind. Meanwhile, we have Doctor Dave Grohl uh, meeting with Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, this exterior rainy city shot was taken right from Batman Begins. <laughs> so, really, yeah, yeah. But um, Doctor Grohl says he doesn't want to be Lana's monkey wrench, so he is out. Um, that was a Foo Fighter song. Um, <laughs> and he gives Lana- yeah, Lana took the Lana took the limo late at night. Yeah, I love that her limo, the one that she took, was said Lex 3. And it's funny because this is – Lana is actually Lex's third girl if you don't count Desiree Atkins that took – that actually was Lex's girl because she put a spell on him. But uh-huh. Victoria Hardwick and then Dr. Helen Bryce was the second one and now Lana is the third one. Uh-huh. I don't know if Lex is like, but- take the third one. <laughs> but <laughs> – <laughs> Take Lex three because you know you're the next Lex girl. But sorry. Well, and also uh, the evolution of how Lana is like. Oh, I'm just gonna stay on your couch until my dorm room's ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. You know, like now she's they're sleeping in the same bedroom mm-hmm. after she discovered that he was watching her, and they went. You know the video, the cameras in her room. And they went through all that, and then now she, they're sleeping in the same bedroom. And now she's taking the car. Mm-hmm. You know she's more and more, you know, more in his life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, their relationship is closer and closer, and she's more. Uh, what am I trying to say? Into this, she's becoming the lady of the house. Mm-hmm. She's becoming a Luther, a Luthor. Yeah, yeah, cheerleader, talent. Coffee shop owner, um, exchange French student, um, uh, astronomy college student, um, and now for one semester doing um, back alley dealings in the back of a limo late at night. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, he gives uh, he gives her the uh, what's what what they're calling is the black box, which is like the uh, the power source or whatever. Uh-huh. They say later is Brainiac. Um So anyway, meanwhile, uh Raya shows up and Clark never says, Hey, weren't you like getting stabbed the last time I saw you? <laughs> <laughs> but this is another like, don't worry, Clark, you're not alone anymore until the end of this episode when I'll definitely be murdered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't know, what do you think of Raya? Like uh <laughs> I guess she was being stabbed, but she got sucked through the portal or whatever into to Earth, and then I guess she healed because of the yellow a, sun. Yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> she has this weird, like, soft, s- s- slow delivery of how she talks. Yeah, yeah. And Clark, Joe, uh, Kalel, when you begin your training, oh, my training. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know her reaction should be like, "You haven't started your training yet." You know, it's season six. <laughs> yeah, you're so far behind. You are so. You need to catch up. Yeah, I love that they go on crypto jogs together. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's their way of getting in shape is like super speed around the globe. I, I don't know. You know, it's so funny because Ryan had this relationship with Jorel. You know, and um, you know, it's never like really said that 
Jarrell like hooked up with her or something was like sleeping with her, but but she was like his personal assistant. And it, so like if if they're setting up some sort of romantic thing here, it's like it's so weird because it's almost like Clark is hooking up with his aunt or like even like his yeah. mom. She just seems older. Another another yeah. actress that <laughs> seems older than she actually is. Yeah, because she just has so much knowledge. Yeah, and it seems like he should be like have a million questions for her. Well, tell me, you know, my what did my father say about this? What yeah, did, you know. Because Jorel is so, we don't know anything about him, and we're so confused about him because at first he was a villain, and now he's this, you know, honorable guy that was trying to save his planet. Like, yeah, we don't understand. He did all these Clark sh- horrible, horrible things to the Kent family, only yeah. because Clark has a destiny, and uh, it was a way for him to learn. <laughs> sure, Clark Jorel is very much like. Season one, Lionel Luther, <laughs> and now he's season six, Lionel Luther. <laughs> yeah. Um. So meanwhile, uh, Chloe is now calling Jimmy her boyfriend. So they're together. Mm-hmm. Um. I love that Jimmy was snapping pictures of Lana's meeting, and like, she just gets a picture of Doctor Girl getting into this limo with a briefcase, and he's like, "Here, Chloe, here's a picture of the guy with a briefcase." So. uh you can write a story about this, right? You got this. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win a Pulitzer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, um, him saying Pulitzer and um, your words in my pictures. Uh, Vicky Vale actually says the same thing to uh, Alexander Knox in the original Batman movie, uh, the Robert Wool oh. character. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy is Chloe's Vicky Vicky Vale. Um, meanwhile, we have Baron. Um, who has traveled from Oakland, California to Metropolis's own daily planet to use their computer. So, uh, so how did he know to come to the daily planet? You got me. That's why I wrote it down. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> why does daily planet's got the only working computer? It's, it's, it's the only working computer that's hooked up to Oliver's only working satellites. <laughs> <laughs> why? Nope. Never explained. Um, <laughs> So, um, let's see. I wrote down. Oh, yes. So Jimmy decides to play Mr. Investigator and goes and sees Lex. And I love that Lex is back on his, like, well, I was really happy to find out that Chloe finally found a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have something from the book of Smallville for you. Uh, Aaron, Sean? Aaron. Aaron, got it. Aaron Ashmore adds the confrontation between Lex and Jimmy exposed the contrast between the two characters to an almost comical degree. Quote, I think it's really funny to see Jimmy walking in there and being oblivious to the fact that this guy could snap his fingers and he'd have minions all over him, dragging him out, taking him to an alleyway and putting him out of his misery. I thought that was a funny scene and a good way to introduce the two of them. They're like extreme opposites in that respect. One's totally innocent and one's obviously, I don't want to say conniving. He's not conniving, but he's definitely sinister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, Jimmy gets a snap of the schematics And uh, Lex learns that Lana was having a back alley meeting And he wants that box He's like, I want that box now, please (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We already talked about the crypto jug Let's get past that so yeah, we have Baron showing up at Barn. Barn. <laughs> Barn. Barn. It's spelled B A E R N, 
But every mm-hmm. time they talk, it's they say Baron. <laughs> um, so, um, so he blasts Clark, and uh, and then he goes, and, he, and like it seems to like um, expend his energy. So when he goes after Raya, Raya easily roundhouses him. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good shot. Yeah. I like that. And uh, yeah, he's like he's getting weak. He's. He's feeding off of nuclear plants. Mm-hmm. He's nuclear man, nuclear, nuclear. So that's a that nuclear. is a that is a character. Superman four. Okay. You never saw it. We should watch that. The Quest for okay. Peace. Okay. Lex Luthor. Who's in that? Uh, Gene Hackman, Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all I need to say. John Cryer. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Lex Luthor Which one's uh, the one with oh, Richard Pryor That's Superman 3 Lex Luthor gets a strand of Superman's hair from a museum And then uh, puts it like in a, a Nuclear f- Bomb or something like that And then creates uh, Nuclear Man and of course I think this is This guy like yeah his voice Is never heard so they have Gene Hackman uh, Voicing him So every time he talks it's like this dark, Deep dark Gene Hackman echoey voice Really <laughs> Yeah it's I was going to say who plays the character. Uh, yeah, the guy's name is Mark Pillow. <laughs> I don't uh, think he was in anything after that. But anyway, getting way off topic. Um, so yeah, Baron wants to kill Clark because Jarrell saved him over all others, and I almost think, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is kind of fucked up. <laughs> and also like Raya, like she saved Raya. Go ahead, get in the Phantom Zone, Raya, and uh, send my send my son off into the space. I guess nobody else was worth the effort. <laughs> well, as it's depicted in the movies and stuff, let me, it was yeah, all like, let me put let me put you in this hell. Yeah, this hell dimension. It's better that you're better off in hell than dead. Right. Um. So. Oh yeah. Um. Oh gosh, darn it! I'm like I'm scrolling and it goes too far. Okay. Uh, so Jimmy shows Chloe the secret photographs of the schematic with the Kryptonian hieroglyphics, and he says, "You know what this means? Lex is working for the Egyptians." <laughs> oh, it, he's really cute. Yeah, Jimmy, he's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been hearing the name Milton Fine. We've been hearing Jarrell finally called Milton Fine the brain interactive construct in the episode Vessel, the season uh-huh. five finale. But finally. <laughs> We have a Kryptonian here that knows who the hell Brainiac is and actually calls him by name. Ah. It's a power source. That box is a part of Brainiac and uh, that it could also power up Baron. 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 Uh, so, yeah, meanwhile, Lex, Lana says, oh, you know, here's the box. You know, we got to do use it for good. And Lex is very much like... But like military contracts and stuff And uh, so Lana tries to give him like an ultimatum Like it's either me or the box And before they can even make He can make that decision uh, Baron shows up and absorbs it And it turns into dust So no more black box Darn it No more Brainiac So Brainiac is not coming back mm-hmm. No more James Marsters mm-hmm. Anyway um <laughs> <laughs> So, and I know with genre shows they can make anything happen. <laughs> yeah. So Clark and Raya take a, take a trip to the fortress. Meanwhile, Baron is about to murder Martha. Luckily, Raya turns the fortress back on, so that luckily saves Martha from being 
turn into uh, dust. And I love that Baron is nice. Yeah, that was wait, wait. That, that was a good. Huh. I like the scene where Martha Clark. I canceled my <laughs> plans. She comes in with groceries or something, and and Byron is standing in the living room, and and she says, "Where's Clark?" Mm. And he says, "Don't you mean Kalel?" Dun dun dun. Yeah, dun. yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was good. You know, I mean, I you know he, he gets a, little, a lot of flack because he calls himself Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was good in here. It was. It, uh, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't. He wasn't bad. No. No. But it's just it. You know, it just it's reminiscent of, uh, what's her name on uh, Buffy? Oh, uh, Ashanti. Ashanti. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I pulled like, that one out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's cute. These little rappers want to act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember when Britney Spears wanted to be on Buffy. That would have been great. Uh, um, yeah. And, yeah, it, it's funny. This comes up because I remember Bow Wow playing some sort of super-powered uh, person. And I and remember when we did Cyborg, I thought Bow Wow played Cyborg, but I guess he just played Burn. Uh-huh. These, these episodes got mixed up in your head. Yeah. They, you know, you see how we're going here. This is very, very easy to start mixing things up. It's all... Uh-huh. Yeah. Things um, kind of run together. Yeah. I like after his confrontation with Martha and Baron is nice enough not to smash through the wall to go after the fortress. He actually uses the back door <laughs> and doesn't like break it at all. He d- but he's going in super speed. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a confrontation. Baron blasts at Clark and he ducks for cover and then he blasts again and Raya takes the blast and is like gets shot right through the chest and dies. And then Clark... Uh, Clark busts uh, Baron with his crystal and then um, cries over Raya <laughs> or something. <laughs> she tells yeah. him to restore the fort. Now they have the, – and the crystal is enough power to restore the fortress and she sh- he should start his training. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was just about to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lamar, who was about – who's actually the character that – about what was playing in the beginning, uh, wakes up in a small little hospital. It's just like, the hell am I doing in Kansas? <laughs> this, is, this is flyover country. How did I get to Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy gets in trouble, gets relocated to the basement, which is the home of the, uh, the daily planets most unwanted, which, you know, honestly, I thought that they were already in the basement, but because Carrie uh-huh. Fisher sent Chloe to the basement, but I guess, they uh-huh. were, I don't know. Well, I guess he was coming to the basement to visit her. Now he's in the basement with her, and we'll see him more often. Yeah. Um, Lex tells Lana she was lying, and she said that she's glad the box is destroyed, and she wonders what his decision would have been if he had to actually choose. Uh-huh. And, and he said, don't you know I would have said you? Yeah. Likely story. Mm-hmm. Easy for you to say now. And we have this great triumphant ending you know, very super ending with Clark talking to Martha, you know, looking out over the the farm, you know, and uh, um, he's kind of upset, but he says he's got to stop running from his destiny and he's going to begin his training. But first, we got to capture all these phantoms. So uh, <laughs> I will start my training, but uh, not until every every ghost is busted. Um, <laughs> and then we see uh, we see in the Arctic, the Fortress of Solitude lighting up. Like it's the White House, you know? 
So it's not dead? I'm so confused it's, it's, about the fortress. It's repowered by the crystal, I guess. That uh, Baron absorbed all the energy uh, from the Brainiac, and then that energy got used to power the fortress because he got busted. So Okay. It makes sense. Gotcha. Science. Um, sure. Oh, there's more science ahead. Uh, wait till we get the static. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to note here that we have 100 episodes left as of this episode. So, uh, yay. We're winding yay. down. <laughs> Next one is... I want it to last forever. Hey, we can watch it I again. I want it to ever... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking to uh, uh, Derek and joking about him. Like, we were always looking for, like... I have no time to podcast, but we, you know, I always want to do like a podcast with him someday. And I told him, I was uh-huh. like, man, I'm loving Smallville so much, but it's going to like end. And, uh, you know, I'm talking about like all the other Superman shows there were and how I really didn't watch many of them. And I said, we should do like a, a super friend show where we cover an episode of adventures of Superman, an episode of the, uh, Superboy show and, a, and an episode of Lois and Clark every, for every, every week or something. And uh, kind of laughed about that because so I was going to say, who was he listen? like on board? <laughs> I think he'd be on board, but uh, oh, you know, the audience would be limited. Nobody else is as crazy for Superman. It's like that, but and it's also like none of it's available on streaming. You'd have to buy everything uh, on DVD, and those get uh-huh. expensive because they're like out of print mostly. Yeah. So. Uh, Kind of, if, those, if those ever show up in streaming, that might actually be an idea because uh, I've always, I've always wanted to a watch all those older Superman shows. I mean, I've seen a little bit of each. I haven't actually seen any of the Superboy shows, but I've seen a little bit of Avengers of Superman. I've seen a little bit of Lois and Clark. Um, but I also be like would want to like be a newbie on something, and I know Derek's watched all of that stuff, so it'd be much. much oh, more fun. really? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, folks, if you're listening, it may happen. Probably never. <laughs> Rage. This is, it's a bucket list. Yeah, yeah. This is bucket the one where drugs are bad. Oh, Lord. Previously titled <laughs> Indestructible. Um, so we have... Uh, I, I think I like Indestructible better. Yeah. <laughs> Not Rage. Lois and Ollie are in the bone zone as we start off here. Um, <laughs> but uh, we hear Ollie in that high, high tower here screaming in the streets. Uh, and he can't resist. Because well, there's no other noise. There's like nothing else <laughs> out there. No no traffic on the street. Yep. No other people. Metropolis is very quiet at night unless there's like gang violence, mm-hmm. which you can hear blocks away. Mm-hmm. So Ollie can't resist uh, uh, the call to action. And Lois uh, tells him she'll be right back. She goes to do something. And what is more important than what you're doing right now, Lois? Nothing is more important. Oh, you sh- you think he should? She should resist uh, doing something sexy and just be like all about. Yeah, I think she was hitting sexy that. enough. Okay, she was sexy enough. She didn't need to up it anymore. And it wasn't up. I don't know. You seem to have had a problem with the dress shirt look. Um, no, I had just read that article before and I was just putting it out there. Oh, okay. Just as a discussion item. I think it's sexy. 
I think it is sexy. But but the question is, why is it sexy? I don't know. It's something about a girl wearing a guy's, you know, a guy's clothes. Like, not even just like a guy's clothes. Like, if it, say, <clears throat> my wife, uh, like, wore one of my shirts, I'd be like, I don't know what it is about that. Maybe it's just because <laughs> I'm in love with myself. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look anything else, anything like me, but she's wearing one of my shirts. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, what is it about that no that idea. is so appealing? I don't know. Weird. It's because guys secretly want to be with other guys. I think that's basically what it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I don't know. Idris Elba, though. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> So this is the Thanksgiving episode. We got another holiday episode. Oh, nice. Uh, Valentine's Day is, is this, next week, uh, by the way. Oh, in real life or on the show? On the show. We have our, two, <laughs> oh. our second holiday episodes next week with Valentine's Day. So, mm. oh gosh, I cannot wait Lots for of- the uh, season 10 Arbor Day episode. It is so good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but... but- but the uh, Valentine's Day should be good because everybody. Okay, just like we see at the end of this episode, everybody is in a couple. Yep. Yep. Everybody is matched up except for Clark. But uh, Thanksgiving is uh, has an effect on people. It's got an effect on Clark because Jonathan's not there. It turns out that um, it was Jonathan Kent's favorite holiday, and of course, Clark keeps talking about. His dad and using grandpa's old carving knife. And Clark doesn't feel very thankful this year. No. (laughs) And, okay, Martha is over Jonathan too quick. (laughs) Do you think she's actually over him? Or she's hiding it very well because she's like, da-da-da-da-da, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going grocery shopping and we're having everybody over and it's going to be a great... She's just... I think she's just intent on, I don't know, making it a good Thanksgiving. I guess so. Clark just seems to be more upset about this being their first holiday without Jonathan than Martha is. Yeah. Well, maybe she's just being strong for her son. Maybe so. She's just a great mom. I want Martha to adopt me. (laughs) Um. So, uh, it turns out Green Arrow may be dead, according to the news headlines. Uh, Fake news. Fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so Clark goes to visit Ollie, who hasn't been answering Lois's calls, but he is, like, you know, busy in his his apartment. And, uh, but it's geared, he left his gear all out. What if Lois could have walked in there? And uh, yeah. Ali just gets more and more aggressive with him and tells him, yells at him. It's like, you got to get off your ass and do something, Clark. Yeah, Clark, get off your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, he's also got webcam sunglasses, which are, which are cool. And we'll yeah. help him track down the person that shot him later in the episode. But, uh, yeah, as soon as um, Clark gets into the elevator, um, he x-rays and sees that Ali is giving himself an injection. And the injection causes him to heal instantly. And this is yeah. sort of a reference. There's a, actually a very popular Green Arrow storyline back in like the 70s, I think, where um, Green Arrow's sidekick, Speedy, um, mm-hmm. ends up having a heroin addiction. And oh, my gosh. The cover of the comic is like 
um, Speedy in the foreground, like injecting himself and like crying, and Green Arrow oh my. Uh, behind him in the doorway, looking super shocked. Oh my god! Yeah, and and it's funny because uh, you know the Speedy in the Arrow show is uh, Thea, right? Yeah, and they made Speedy into Thea. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but in season one, they were kind of hinting at Thea having a drug problem, but it actually never went further than that. That was kind of a reference to, um, the original Uh. Speedy in that, that comic. Yeah. Um, so Clark tells Lois to stay away from Ollie, but she refuses to desert him. She says that Ollie always has troubles around Thanksgiving. Everybody's got a problem with Thanksgiving. (laughs) Meanwhile, Lana wants to work in the halfway house, and Lex is like, oh, no, 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 not the halfway house. Uh, anything else. <laughs> yeah. Not covering up anything. Just don't want you there. It's not safe. And he's getting a bit possessive. I, it's like from here on out, I swear, I constantly question, like, why is Lana in this relationship? And, and, you know, and pretty soon, at the end of the episode, we see why maybe Lana it, wants to stick it out a little bit more because, you know, baby daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. So you were really shocked that Lana was pregnant. Let me recreate. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> <laughs> no, that didn't do it justice. Oh, no. It was. It was so loud. It was so deep. It was. <laughs> oh my god! I did not see that coming because usually, that's. This is the cheap way. This is the the cheap soap opera uh-huh. explanation for somebody not a, a woman not feeling right. Right. She you like know, faints having, in front of Chloe. She, okay, she, and she's having headaches. Uh huh. I, I thought it was something else. I thought it was she was that the Alex was experimenting on her without her knowledge, or you know, she was exposed to something. Who knows? Hmm. But yeah, her being pregnant was like the least, <laughs> the last thing on my mind. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. It does. And then I have all these questions of like, is this is this baby is this going to be is this pregnancy going to actually, you know, come to term? Is this is this? Yeah, she's going to have little Baron know, Luther. Baron. Baron. Baron Luther. Byron. No, not not Baron. Oh, oh, oh Baron. Actual B-A-R-O-N. Baron. Yeah. Oh, Baron. Yeah. Um, or Lex Junior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. Something's going to happen to cause her to lose this baby. She's not going to have this baby. No? Okay. But, but you, okay, you say, why is Lana in this relationship? We keep getting little glimpses of she's turning to the dark side. Not really the dark side, but to Lex's way of thinking. Right. To to see things from Lex's perspective. Oh, when we get to level 33.1 stuff, definitely. She's very much like, also like, we should do this for good. You know, we should use like the power source. We should use the power source to help people, not like uh-huh. build weapons, you know? Um, so anyway, meanwhile, we see the halfway house is actually being used by Dr. Pamela Black, who is working on a drug that Ollie's been using. And Dr. Black looks a lot like bones. So I'm constantly writing bones in my notes. <laughs> I'm like, where do I know this actress from? I looked at her IMDb. I'm like, nope, nope, don't. I have no idea. I wouldn't remember from this or that. And I'm like, oh, wait, she just looks like bones. <laughs> yeah. That's why she seems so familiar. Um, meanwhile, Lois is surprised to see Green Arrow in Oliver's apartment. What? <laughs> and then she tries to murder him with a, dump- a dumbbell. Like, did he really deserve that? <laughs> um, 
but uh, she he ends up like throwing her into a glass table, and um, she luckily can call the ambulance to come get her. Oh yeah, he hurt her. Yeah, because at the end, you know, it, when they're at Thanksgiving, he apologizes for hurting her, and he she thinks he's talking about emotionally, but really he's talking about physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little weird, like. How they kind of make up at the end and, uh, you know, Ollie's not exactly telling the whole truth. Like, hey, I'm really sorry. I, I really, like, I really hurt you, like, physically. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, Lionel goes to see Martha to say he's not going to be able to come to Thanksgiving. And he's got a problem with Thanksgiving, too, for some reason. And, oh, yeah, Lillian or something like that. Yeah, he stopped celebrating Thanksgiving when Lillian died. Yeah. When when their spouse dies or your parents die, you just stop with the holidays already. But, you know, really, there are some people, you know, we celebrate all the holidays and we go all out and we do this. But there are a lot of people who they don't. Right. They just don't celebrate holidays. We just assume that everybody does and they don't. Oh, my friend Dara doesn't. <laughs> she's like, she's just happy to like, you know, she goes and has Chinese uh, on Christmas, you know, and like doesn't do like presents, but like. She'll, like, show up with a present for one of my kids, like, on a different day. It's cool. Sometimes, oh. like, I w- sometimes I wish I did the same thing. Because, you know, you, you always, like, feel like you're pressured to do things on yes. certain days. It sucks. Yes. So, especially Christmas. Christmas used to really stress me out. And yeah. then half the time I have to work. And it just, you can't. And it's and all it's about is you're trying to live up to everybody's expectations. Right. and. <clears throat> yep. And as for Thanksgiving, like I would look forward to having a huge meal any any week, really. Yeah. <laughs> Please make this dinner like more than once a year. I'd love it. <clears throat> so something happens here between Lionel and Martha. It's a very, mm-hmm. very close to kissing. Um Lionel like goes for it and Martha's like, whoa, whoa. And he gets all embarrassed and leaves. Um let me read to you from the book of Smallville. When Rage- Does he call her Natty? Huh? Nettie. Nettie. <laughs> well, me and Nettie were getting all close now. No. Uh, <laughs> when Rage was initially shot, the awkward scene between Lionel and Martha did, in fact, contain a kiss. <gasps> Martha was the one that went in for the kiss, and then they edited the scene so the kiss was cut, John Glover reveals. I think they changed it out of fear. Annette was playing a human woman that was hungry. Her husband had died, and so she was alone. And here was this man that she knows she's affected and is changing. I'm this man that she's changed. And I've met this woman that has a sense of humor, that has goodness, and stands up for what she believes in. And Lionel is incredibly attracted to her. I think they were so afraid that Martha Kent was going to kiss somebody else. But I think things like that only deepen the story. So, John Glover, kind of irritated that the uh, kiss got cut. Well, you know, we want to see her in her time of mourning and uh, getting over her husband. We don't want to see her jumping right into. But I mean, I see his point. If she she is in need of something, right? I like how he so, describes her as like a hungry woman. <laughs> yeah, she wants it. Solace or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she's a human that has needs, you know. So, and they've gotten close, so it should make sense. But it's 
it, the ghost of Jonathan Kent looms large over this family, and it's it's not like Jonathan was like an asshole, and Martha should just forget about him. You know, he was a good yeah. man, and like you look yeah. around that farm, like all you see is Jonathan Kent, like at the fence, at the tractor, in the barn. Uh, you know, he's everywhere. You know, I think if Martha's yeah. ever going to have any sort of relationship with anybody else, she's got to get out of that place. Mm. <clears throat> That's just my personal feelings. But anyway, uh, later on, Martha goes to Luther Corp and says, yes, there's something between us, but I'm not ready to find out about it. And Lionel gets friend zoned, mm. which he's happy to be, I guess. He he, mm-hmm. he understands. He understands. Yeah. Is this the episode where Lex tells Lionel, uh, you may have convinced the Kents that you're a good man, but you're not fooling me. I think this, that was like earlier, wasn't it? Like, I think so. I feel like it was earlier than this. Yeah, that was after they like manipulated Lana. After they uh, uh, put her through that test before. Oh, in the last episodes yeah, that yeah, we did? Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, what happens next? Um... Chloe apparently has a science geek that she can go to. That was interesting. Uh huh. <clears throat> you know, Lex has these uh, these the best people and whatever. Le- yeah. Le- Chloe just has these you know unsung heroes that help her out with her job. <laughs> it was like a physics major at yeah. Met You or something. Yeah, of course. And that person somehow takes this drug and discovers that it's a healing agent. Um. And. Uh, we have this nice scene where Clark goes to the mansion to talk to, to Lux, uh, but finds Lana, <laughs> who's looking pretty upset, but she just can't tell him. Like, and obviously, how could she even tell him? You know, it's just yeah, she's trying to deal with it herself. Yeah, and how would she even be able? She can't. She doesn't need to be putting up with Clark's feelings about this whole thing. She's still like, like, holy crap, I'm pregnant. Um. And I love that Lana asked Clark if he ever wished he could go back in time and everything would be different. <laughs> Clark's like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, uh, remember that time I went back in time and made sure that you didn't die and then my, killed, then my father got killed? Uh, was, I don't all about that. Um, so, yeah, we see um, Lex confronting Bones and then the next thing we know that she, she's dead. So it's like, did she actually... Did he actually kill her? Like it's, it's said in the end, like Chloe's like, oh yeah, it was like somebody from the halfway house or whatever. But I don't know. <laughs> I think Lex totally straight up murdered that doctor. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ollie is uh, all amped up and goes after Lex because of the doctor's death and uh, has a confrontation with Clark too. Like the world is better without Lex Luthor. Um, I have a, another Justin Hartley comment about this episode. Uh, I love the idea I love this idea when I read it I think it's always interesting to have the hero as the underdog The one thing that sticks out in my mind about this episode Is Tom Welling's performance Watch him in this episode He's especially good And uh, maybe he's talking about I just figured he was talking about this scene Where he's like confronting uh, Ollie about Nearly murdering Lex And uh, and he, Clark actually saves Lex's life With the drug With the drug Oh yeah, because because Clark was like, "You killed him." Yeah, and then Lex starts moving. I loved him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so later, Clark goes to visit Ollie, and they're talking about the addiction. And uh, um, Ollie is all about talking about like how he went to the edge and nearly killed somebody. And uh, 
I love this quote. He says, um, this whole time I wanted to be like Clark Kent. I wanted to have the ability to bring justice to the world without having to get killed in the process. Then something occurred to me. I realized that Clark Kent would never take another man's life. I came within an inch of doing just that. I'm not even in your league. So, uh, good quote. Also, the word justice and the word league being used in that quote as well. Mm. <laughs> mm, we're getting closer. Lana, it's building. It's building. Lana tells Chloe that she's pregnant. Chloe's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but then you know, gives her a big hug. So, and then uh, it's Thanksgiving, and everybody's at the Kent farm, except for Lex and Lana. That would have been really strange. Uh, <laughs> but somehow everybody else is able to sit around the table. Did you watch that video that I suggested? Yes, tomorrow? that was hilarious. <laughs> Get, uh, what we're all thinking. <laughs> yeah, folks, if you're not like a fan of Starkville's House of L or or you're not in our group, um, search on YouTube Shoe Thanksgiving, S H O E Thanksgiving. And uh it is uh the host of that show, Derek, um like supercuts himself into the scene where he's like yelling at everybody at the table. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing here, Lionel? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, he nearly killed he, he tried to murder you <laughs> And then he's like yelling at Martha He's like, oh yeah, you want Lionel, don't you? And he has Martha like smiling back at him It's <laughs> freaking funny I love the fact that uh, I, And also the Oliver passing the rolls It's so freaking funny he, Like holds this plate of rolls And he just like looks like he just heard the best joke ever <laughs> It's so funny Um Oh, and also, uh, by the way, uh, first scene Lois and Lionel have shared together since Lois's introduction in season four, <laughs> where Lois was going to get back at Lionel for possibly killing Chloe. Oh, where she like comes to the the jail cell, visits him in prison. Yeah, yeah. that's the first time. They, I mean, they were both at Jonathan's funeral too, but like they're actually sitting mm-hmm. at a table together. Um, <clears throat> from the book of Smallville. The gathering at the Kents for Thanksgiving dinner was a popular scene among the show's cast. It was fun, Annette O'Toole says. It was one of those parties where you invite people who never in a million years would be together, and it makes for such a much more fun party. I wish that we'd gone into the Thanksgiving dinner and seen what everyone was talking about. If you're going to have them there, then let's have some fireworks. Let's say, well, what about it? Why did this happen? I'll drink some wine and get a little loose. That would have been great. John Glover says, we had a wonderful time shooting it. You should have seen Justin messing with Erica. He was being so ornery with her, just keeping her off guard, pulling the rug out from under all the time. We were doing a lot of improv and talking about Brussels sprouts. Then I, <laughs> then I said, Ms. Sullivan, how much longer are you going to be jailbait? Allison just looked at me and Annette laughed. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, all those actors were probably like, we worked so hard. We came up with some good stuff, and they wouldn't use it. Right, right. They just used it as a montage of passing roles. Yeah, just play play some music over us, and we'll just talk about whatever. Um, But, uh, yeah, Clark does the whole tradition of saying what they're most thankful for. Do do you do that for your family, with your family? Oh, no. Oh, we do that in our family. Do you really? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We all go around the table and see what we're thankful for. And uh, I actually have to do it twice. Once at my mother's house and once at my mother-in-law's house. That's oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So. Wow. 
Um, well, does not everybody doesn't everybody say the same thing and the same thing every year? No, usually like it's a good time to be like, this is an amazing thing to happen to me this year, and I'm super thankful it happened. You know, it's not always like, um, you know, my kids and my wife, and that's it. You know, it's it's like, oh man, I was so thankful I was able to do this or I was able to achieve that. It's a good way to catch up uh, too. Okay. Clark says he's thankful for his mom and his dad who had faith in him and taught him to have faith in himself. Mm. He's a good boy. <laughs> At Luther Mansion, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lex is drinking wine. Lana is not. <laughs> uh-huh. I noticed that. It's probably because she's not 21, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> 18-year-old Lana. <laughs> I think she's got to be 19, right? 19 at this point? Yeah, 19 by now. Mm-hmm. Best needle drop of the episode is during the Thanksgiving scene at the Kent Farm. The Josh Kelly's song, Cain and Abel, plays. It's a, just a kind of a good heartwarming song. Yeah, okay. I'm kind of, I'm so glad they've kind of Cordelia chased these characters. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. So aged them up a bit? Yeah. Like where on Buffy, everybody's 18, 19, 20, still in college. But over on Angel, Cordelia has aged up to just generic young adulthood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Clever says Chloe is still jailbait, so. Uh, shall we talk about Static? I guess it's the last episode we're talking about this this week. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. Um, this is the one where Clark fights Batista. And Lex and Lana get engaged. Yeah. This was weird. There was a lot going on in this very boring episode. <laughs> yeah. More like the one where Tom Welling had a plot of his own um, and pre- while he was preparing to direct another episode ne- that we're going to watch next week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lana... Lana, I guess, has an open door policy for Lex in her bedroom. I guess as she should. Um, and all of a sudden, an alarm goes oh, off. Oh, I thought that they, I thought they were sharing a bedroom. I thought so too, but it looked like that was like Lana's room. I just have we seen um, Lex's bedroom before? Because that's the room that um, Lana was getting undressed in. And, oh, and uh, that episode with the surveillance videos. Okay. I love that the alarm goes off and immediately guards march through the door. <laughs> like, were they just right outside Lana's room? <laughs> uh, and Lex gets turned into static and vanishes before Lana's eyes. Could Lex be a oh, g- 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 ghost? And they have to get Lana to the panic room. Hurry. Get her in the panic room. She's like, I don't want to go back in there. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't put me back in yeah. that panic room. Listen, if I'm going in that panic room, I better have somebody in here to have sexual tension with. <laughs> Who needs to be nursed? Anybody get shot? <laughs> uh, and uh, Lana calls Chloe and Chloe tells Clark, hey, you know, Lex is missing. And Clark's already heard about these mysterious, strange deaths that happened on a shipping barge in Seattle. And Clark's like, which do I choose? So I'm going to Seattle. <laughs> um, so it's up to uh, Chloe and Jimmy to investigate. And Chloe goes to the mansion to talk to Lana and to check out things. And Lana is, uh, L- Lana worries about Lex and Lex is like, Lana, I love you so much. I wish you could hear me. 
Um, uh, but yeah. yeah, the the villain of this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was surprised though, you know, because it's like you know Lex. Lex is definitely like like by himself. He's not. They can't hear him, so he can say whatever. And uh, yeah, luckily he says like I love you so much. Not like. I'm so glad I manipulated you into leaving Clark and being with me. <laughs> just get me out of this static dimension. Um, but uh, yeah, we have this guy Bronson that shows up and tells Lana that uh, she's got to come see this level thirty-three point one where they were keeping him. He escaped from, and um, when they go there, it is empty. And it's a mm-hmm. classic cigarette smoking man move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this, uh, you know, level 33.1. It's like uh, Lex's version of Lionel's level three back in the first mm-hmm. season. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the farm boy is a bit out of his element. I, I was su- impressed of the, the sh- establishing shot of this gigantic, like, aircraft. Uh, uh, sorry, uh is it a cruiser? That giant aircraft cruiser, aircraft carrier. That's it. Uh, in the docks and all these, it just like looked like such an immense set. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't seem like it was a matte painting. You know, it looked like a real aircraft carrier. I didn't have any trivia on it, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I don't know what movie it was taken from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, he's just, I love it. It's just like, there's like military, there's like all these like, this huge like cleanup and stuff. And meanwhile, we got, you know, a young guy in his red coat and jeans walking around. <laughs> but luckily, are, are you my medical student yeah. that I sent? Luckily, a first year medical student is expected to show up. Um, <laughs> by the way, this uh, this woman is played by Carmen Moore, who uh, on iZombie played Lieutenant Suzuki's wife. That uh, hands Clive the... Uh, Tupperware brains. There's my daughter being loud again. Do you like that? Yeah, it's sweet. So there are no bodies. There are just bags. (laughs) Because apparently this monster takes the skeletons out of the bodies. Yeah. Uh, That was really cool with him holding up the the spines. Yeah. He's going to eat their spines. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Clark comes up on him, and he's about to pull the spine out of like the security guard or uh-huh. whatever. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It was pretty gross. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, were you? Were, did you recognize Dave Batista when? Oh you, yeah, yeah, immediately. I was like, oh, it's Drax oh. the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's been acting for a while. I thought he just. Like, I, th- I assumed that uh, Drax was his first role. No. No. I remember when he showed up, I was like, oh, great, a wrestler is going to guest star this week. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Scary enough. Nice try, Krypton Man. Uh, and, uh, yeah, because he tries to – Clark tries to bust him, but uh, he's not a phantom. He escaped from the phantom zone, much like uh, Raya did. Um, so – Meanwhile, Chloe is trying to hack into Luther Corp to get the floor plans to find 33.1. And Lionel comes in as the hard drive's erasing itself. And I love it. It's such like a interesting um, 
change to Lionel's character because usually Lionel would be super creepy here, but instead he's like nice Lionel and he's just kind of scolding Chloe. <laughs> Are you still here? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying oh. to remember. Uh, he comes into the I Daily Planet course. while she's uh, she's working on the hard drive and it starts erasing itself. Um, and yeah, I love I love his line here. Maybe this will remind you. Because um, she just started asking about um, level 33.1 and this is where um, you guys keep the media freaks. And Lionel's like, media freaks, you're not in high school anymore, Miss Sullivan. This is the real world. Please. And walks out. <laughs> Lucy, I love you. Just goes from scolding to disgusted. Like, come on. You're supposed to be helping me find my son. What are you doing hacking into my company? Whereas, in, like, gosh, a couple seasons ago, he'd be like, you know, I could have your father murdered. <laughs> so Lana goes back to uh, Luther Mansion after hearing Lex on the frequency there and uh, tells Lex about her pregnancy and that she can't, doesn't want to raise their child alone. And Lex is, uh, this is the first time um, Lex hears about it. <laughs> yeah, that was a huge Emmy, Emmy reel worthy scene for, yeah, for, for, Kristen. Uh, for Kristen. Yeah, that was yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah. So tearful. <laughs> so uh, Chloe and Jimmy are coming with their antique radio equipment. <laughs> Bronson shows up and transports them to uh, a different frequency where Lex is. And uh, I'm thinking, wow, that can't be good for the baby, right? Being transported to a different <laughs> frequency. <laughs> That's true. And I wrote down here, please explain the science behind what Jimmy does to retrieve Lex and Lana. Go ahead, Steph. No, I don't know. <laughs> There's some tubes and digits and uh, like dials and uh, some switches. I don't know, but uh, people have been communicating around the world for a long time, way before the internet. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, they use uh, they use uh, ham radio, which is weird because you know back in the day you used to use radios made of meat, but um, <laughs> now we have the internet, so we're good. Uh, but yeah, I'm not quite sure how, I mean, I can buy that there's a meteor freak that can transport people to different frequencies, which seem to be just an audio thing and not a visual thing, but you know, I'm not an AV expert, but, uh, the fact that Jimmy takes his like father's antique radio equipment and somehow is able to retrieve people from a, what seems to be a different dimension seems like a science that's a little bit over Jimmy and Chloe's heads. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So it happens. It's like you, you know, for a 19 year old. Yeah. Yeah. And Lana gets knocked right out in this and, and, you know, while she's in the other frequency. So Lex ends up turning the knife on Bronson and murders him. Yeah. And, uh, and I love that it's so romantic, you know. Chloe and Jimmy retrieve them from another frequency and they're kissing together. And in the background, there's the corpse of Bronson with a knife <laughs> in his chest. <laughs> oh, we'll take care of that body. <clears throat> and uh, it's at this point, I'm like, wow, Jimmy and Chloe actually took care of a meteor freak on their own. Like, Clark had nothing to do with this. How weird. Huh. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, meanwhile, back in Seattle, um, we have a little bit of a Clark and Clark being thrown around by Batista, but like I was really hoping for a knockdown dragout because it's a really powerful uh, villain, and yet yeah, like he just gets murdered by something. 
There's like a handprint. Oh, the Oreo. And there's a crushed Oreo. And yeah. Clark looks up and sees a dark figure with red eyes, and it flies away in a streak of red. Is this so. Martian Manhunter? <laughs> you want me to tell you? <laughs> no, don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. Okay. And yeah, the Oreo like shows up back in uh, the the barn. So it's so. been to Clark's house. It knows mm-hmm. who Clark is. Yep. And Lana is very much in full defense of Lex when they go to level 33.1 with Chloe and Jimmy. And is like, she's like, why would Lex give us access to this floor if he had something to hide? And I wrote, because it's an empty floor, Lana. Yeah, because he he scrubbed all evidence of anything that he did. Uh, Of course he wants you to see it now. (laughs) So Lana is very much reinvested in Lex. He's she's you know there's there's still a little bit of trust problem, but uh, yeah. But now that she's pregnant and when they get married, she's going to um, she's going to it's going to be a lot easier to dismiss things that come up. She's going to wipe it away, and she's going to be more. T- she's going to tend more to uh, his side, even if they do have the uh, you know the. Every once in a while, have the um, disagreement, the very minimal disagreement of what of intentions. But um, she's she's on her path. She's on the path to the dark side. <laughs> Stand by your man. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Lionel confronts Lex and tells him, "Hey, guess what? I'm the one that moved the level thirty three point one. I know where all the all, all that that level is now. So, uh, what do you say? We uh, we partner up on this." Spend some quality time together. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. You can read this in like two different ways. Like Lionel being super sinister and shifty, but also like Lionel maybe looking to protect Clark's secret and discover what's going on with Lex, how much he knows, you know. So, so is Lionel on Lex's side really or is Lionel on Martha and Clark's side? What are his mm-hmm. intentions? Uh, Mammy's been friend zoned. Who knows? Uh. <laughs> Which episode was that when Clark went to see Lionel and Lionel was like, "Let's go get some lunch." And Clark's like, "Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea, but something important's going on." Here. That was when he like showed up and he was, he was getting out of his helicopter or something. Yeah. No, there was that. No, that was when that was like last week when Lionel was uh, like supervising a construction site or something. But then this <laughs> this week. Clark goes to Lionel's office, which is a different office. It's not that blue office. It's a different yeah. office. And says, uh, Lionel, I need your help. And he was like, oh, it's just, you're just in time. And it's when Lionel was <laughs> looking right. at the, uh, the drawings, the cave uh-huh. drawings. And, um, yeah. and Lionel was like, come on, Clark, let's go down. This lady down here makes a really mean something. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lex and Lana talk about level 33.1 and whether it exists or not, and Lana's like, listen, you know, I know you won't want to tell me anything, but, you know, if it did exist, I totally understand. The more we learn about them, the more we can protect ourselves. And Lex is like, I got something to show you. And he brings her into the library where... He's got roses and candles all over the place. He pulls the ring out and he doesn't kneel. Why doesn't he kneel? Because he's Lex Luthor. 
you're supposed to kneel when you propose. I, just that's the thing. You got to do that. It was freezing cold in uh, Maine. Uh, there was snow all around us, and that's when I proposed right in the middle of the street uh, to my wife. And uh, yeah, you bet your butt, I got my knees very wet and cold. But that's what you do. Actually, one knee. Both knees would be groveling. <laughs> Please marry me. Please marry me. Uh, wow, so, Robin, you are a hmm? traditionalist. Yeah. A uh, sucker for ceremony and. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Tony Soprano, you know? Things were better back in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess that's it. I have a whole other episode to discuss with you, but you didn't watch it. And you're in trouble. I can't believe it. Oh, man, you had five episodes to watch and you didn't even watch the fifth one. That's okay. We'll be watching five episodes next week and for probably like 15 weeks after that, we'll be just watching four a week because of iZombie. Okay. So, um, so let me, oh, episode of the week, reunion, fallout, rage, or static. Uh, reunion was good. Reunion, fallout, rage, or static. I don't know. I picked fallout because of the, the fortresses involved. Um, Raya, Bow Wow wasn't bad um, And just a rededication To Clark's mission You know, he's got the mission He's got to find the zoners And then go back to his training And it's just, I don't know Okay, when I rewatched These episodes, I dreaded Rewatching all of them except for Reunion Okay <laughs> That's how I pick If Rage, if if the final scenes of Rage at the Thanksgiving dinner were the entire episode, like it was just an episode of them sitting around a table talking to each other, um, I probably would have made it my favorite episode. Yeah, Rage was, it wasn't bad either because it was a lot of Oliver, but it was Oliver being a a side of, you know, it's a characterization of Oliver I don't want to see. I want to see, you know, happy, sweet Oliver. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I... Exactly, and it's it's another like last last season. Lana spent an episode being addicted to flatlining. This this year we have uh, Oliver spending a, a season or an episode addicted to uh, healing potion or something. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no repercussions. No, no. Um, you know, the next episode they're not they're not even even by the end of the episode they're not even bothered by it. Yeah. Um, anyway, but also the we the the. Revealed that Lana's pregnant Yeah That was huge So yeah Reunion is good Rage is okay Fallout eh. It sucks because there's another person That Clark Happy with dies She (laughs) understands what I'm going through And she's dead I'll never be alone again Dead Yep Um, But other than that I think that was my favorite episode So Reunion was your favorite? Yeah Okay Next week we have five episodes to watch <laughs> uh, It's better than four um, Alright, so the episodes are Subterranean Hydro Justice 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 Labyrinth uh-huh. And Crimson Crimson, okay, so end on Crimson, got it mm-hmm. so, so Subterranean Hydro Justice Is Justice about the Justice League? Hmm Crimson is crimson about a lot of blood. 
Here's your teases. <clears throat> uh, I, I did mention that Subterranean is guest starring somebody you'll find very familiar. Um, I, it's so funny because, you know, I didn't even realize who that person was because I had watched this person something else since then and never put two and two together. So I was very surprised. Probably as surprised as I was when I saw like Donnie show up in the reunion. So. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, yeah. But my first tease is like, this is going to be an extremely fun week for you. You're probably going to want to okay. do a rewatch like immediately as soon as you're done. <laughs> and then maybe another one. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what your dedication to Sparkle Motion is. Um, okay. Very dedicated. <laughs> we have another Tom Welling directed episode. Uh, is that is that subterranean? Nope. Oh, it's not. Okay. It's it's uh, you would think so because of how little he was in Static, but uh-huh. uh, no, it's it's Hydro. It's the episode after. Oh, okay, so maybe they had to switch the episodes around or something. Uh. Actually, you're right. You're actually right. Subterranean, a trivia spoiler for next week, was supposed to be episode five, um, but they pushed it forward and had to reshoot a few scenes because, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to make actual, it feel. There was like a delay in production or something in the episode. And mm. so, it, you know, when Subterranean happens, like Lana is already pregnant and engaged. So I think mainly it's Lex and Lana stuff that got reshot. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> anyway. More teases. A former main cast member of Beverly Hills 90210 guests. Okay. Uh-huh. Not our first, I just want to say. <laughs> or not our not our last, I should say, actually. Not our last. Okay. Our last. Lois starts to suspect that the guy in green wearing the sunglasses looks suspiciously like TV heartthrob Justin Hartley. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next tease is... A top tier Smallville episode that will make you so very happy. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna guess that's justice. Mm. My next tease is Clark gets to be quote normal again. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> capital N, capital A. <laughs> normal again. All right. <clears throat> uh huh. The mysterious. Uh, does he go crazy and put, is he putting the in Bell Reeve again and he's crazy and? You'll see. Um, <laughs> next, he's the mysterious superhero makes another mis- another appearance. Um, two more teases. Oh, Martian Martian Manhunter. Martian. What is his name? Martian. Uh, you are talking about the Martian Manhunter. I'm yeah. not verifying this at all because you don't okay. want me to. Okay. Uh, next tease is one hell of a memorable engagement party. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and the, like, uh, like, wait, wait, wait. Is it mm. like fun, memorable or like tragic, memorable? I think it's more fun than tragic. It's definitely more fun than tragic. It's very cringy as well. <laughs> cringy. Oh, very cringy. Wow. And. Finally, the last scene that you watch for this week's episodes is a serious holy shit moment. <laughs> so you're gonna have to hold yourself back. The last do the last not scene. watch the next episode. Okay. Yeah, the very last scene of Crimson, you're gonna be like <gasps> I pretty sure even more of a holy shit than uh, Lana's pregnant. <laughs> really? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Like, it's big time. I'm... Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm ready for this. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go watch the Smallville. Bye everybody. Bye. Especially after these boring episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about this week. Bye.